Oh, what a week. Good morning. Happy Friday. I have been agony all week. Real agony and anger waiting for um, <clears throat> the immigration officer down in Australia to make a decision on Novak Djokovic. I had tried so hard to stay away from this story, but because, oh, I, I don't like the guy. I mean, I've made that very clear. And I guess it's hard to be objective in this case. But it, on the flip side, I think whether you like him or not, <clears throat> we can all agree that there are just rules that are meant to be adhered to, right? We all have our personal um beliefs and things that we're very that we 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 believe strongly in um maybe for religious reasons or cultural reasons uh personal whatever he's entitled to his choices and number one his choice not to get vaccinated that's his choice but so does Australia and other governments or in other countries and other people they also have their own choices and their own rules so yeah, I can't um I can't be objective when it comes to well, I guess I I I mean there's no yeah, you 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 either have to be okay with following rules or rules don't or you're okay with people breaking rules, right? So there's whether I like him or not is shouldn't um um be a reason not to agree with my point of view. <laughs> I know there's a lot of people out there that are Novak fans, like diehard. I don't know, but yeah, you know, and that's their choice too because he's a he's a he's one of the best on the court. Oh my goodness. He's a machine. Djokovic is absolutely dangerous on the tennis court. He will absolutely kill you. I mean, he's getting older and whatnot, but there's no doubt no doubt that he's one of the best. I, I will not take that away from him. But the person he is and the loudmouth dad, that loudmouth dad of his, I mean, even before this whole, you know, scenario happened, his dad has always been oh, one to get on my nerves and others' nerves, you know. And the thing, Djokovic, even as, you know, major champion, I mean, he's one of the best, on the court but one thing that he's he's always struggled with and i know he knows deep down and his family knows deep down he hasn't quite been the champion of hearts that federer and nadal and others um have been to people like fans adoring these um these players on and off the court Nadal, Federer, I mean, top two players for a while there before Novak, you know, emerged on the scene and completely just shattered records and everything. I mean, he just came and completely kicked their butts. And that's fine. That's, I mean, he's that good. <clears throat> but he's never been lovable on the same level as Federer and Nadal you know, or even uh, Andy Murray, even, you know, um, even going back to before this current generation, the Federer generation, 
Um, before when we when I started watching tennis, it was the era of you know the Pete Sampras and Andre Agassi. That era is when I started getting interested, and then really got into it when Federer and the Williams sisters and Andy Murray. You know, um, so this generation, of course, now there's a new generation with the young stars like Emma Raducanu, you have Sissipas, you have Dominic Team, Zverev, Medvedev, you know, there are so many new faces and all those athletes bring something to the game, whether you're rooting for so-and-so, you would still appreciate the other player, you know, I haven't, even uh, Medvedev, Medvedev, I could never say his name, he has had some little um, run-ins with the fans on the court, but nothing to where you would dislike him, he was just a competitor, he embraced the fact that he was an underdog at that time, and he kept playing well to a point where he sliced and diced Novak last year in the U.S. Open. Oh, my goodness. That is one of my best, the best matches ever. I will always be grateful to him <laughs> for denying Djokovic his 21st Grand Slam on that occasion. But even with his little run-ins with the fans on, you know, a couple years ago, uh, the U.S. Open, he's he's remained likable. But Djokovic, something ooh about him. Anyway, so this week I was waiting in agony, <laughs> refreshing Twitter like throughout the day, just waiting for an update. An update, of course. The court, you know, he won that little appeal, and his family was all like, "Oh yeah, this is the greatest victory of all time." Oh my goodness, they held this press conference. They just have this thing about them that's it's all they're always like ready to fight or somebody's being so unfair to them you know the dad the brother and everything but of course that appeal was one purely on procedural grounds and that's the thing with the law you know I'm not a lawyer I'm not an expert don't know anything about that but just the all I know is that if you make a case you you have to be able to pr- to prove that particular the reason behind your appeal so Djokovic and his team felt that you know it was unfair how he was treated by the border you know personnel they didn't give him enough time oh excuse me they didn't give him enough time to respond to the fact that they were about to you know cancel his visa so on procedural grounds of course the law will side with Djokovic on that because it wasn't fair I can see how it was very quick so it was 4 a.m or 3 or whatever it was and he didn't have a chance to respond he, he couldn't reach out to his you know attorneys or tennis Australia or anybody else and so the visa was canceled pretty quick so of course that was an easy one to win in the court of law but his family seemed to think that he won the whole thing. That judge didn't address anything about Australia's, you know, um, you know, requirement for non-citizens to be vaccinated. He basically just was focused on the procedure and how, you know, it w- unfair it was for for his visa to be canceled so quickly without time for him to respond. Right. <clears throat> So, oh, he celebrated, and of course, in true Novak form, 
he went straight to the court, of course with no masks, posed uh, for a photo with his team practicing. And maybe his thinking was that if he did that, then it would be so weird and awkward for then the immigration minister to come back and cancel the visa. Well, it's not about being awkward. It's about public health and it's about, you know, set, you know, requirements. I can't just walk into uh, Australia or any country. Or any country, I got caught off there for a minute, so I had to continue uh, recording. Um, I can't just waltz into any country without and just say, "Oh yeah, I'm here because I want to be." Um, okay, well, I'm a millionaire and I'm a top. I'm the top tennis player in the world, and you should let me in. Yeah, like. Forget your rules. I don't want to get vaccinated, but I'm here to play the U.S. at uh, the Australian Open. <laughs> I I don't understand. I I just don't understand the audacity. Yeah, you're entitled to your thinking and your beliefs, but you shouldn't expect others to bend theirs to meet yours to to accommodate your personal views. You should. As you expect, as you want them to respect yours, you should respect theirs. You know, there are so many people that are turned away at a port of entry in Australia and in other countries for one reason or another. You're not an Australian citizen. You don't just waltz in and make your own rules. Just like nobody, I, I, I can't imagine somebody just showing up at Novak's home in Monte Carlo or Spain, or um, Serbia. I know he lives primarily in, what? Monaco, Monaco. I mean, um, I can't imagine somebody just yeah showing up at his house and say, yeah, I, you know, I'm a big fan, so I want to come here and spend time with you. <laughs> Nova will be like, uh, I don't know you. Who are you? Please leave. So that's just. Uh, a basic example, but we're talking about things bigger than that. The Australian people have had to endure some of the, you know, I don't know how they actually survived some of those lockdown restrictions. People couldn't fly back home, and when they came home, they had to stay in hotels at their own expense, you know? I could be wrong. I think so. It was at their own expense to quarantine, People had family members that were ill and dying, but they couldn't go visit them again because of the restrictions. So this little pest that won't go away, Novak, and I call him a pest because as of today, or I should say yesterday, Australian time in the evening, the immigration uh, minister made the decision to again cancel his visa this time on grounds of public good, public health, and so forth. And of course, word on the Twitter streets is that, of course, Novak and his team are trying to fight it again in court. Why? I know you have a lot of money, Novak, but why not just go home or get vaccinated? Why are you fighting somebody that doesn't want you in their home? You you did not follow their uh, instructions. You're their guest. You're not 
entitled to be in Australia just because you're number one tennis player. The Minister of Immigration has done what he believes is in the best public interest and rules are rules. Why are you going back to court and spend? Of course, lawyers are going to want to do it because you're paying them a lot of money. You have the money, they know that. So they're going to bill you until the cows come home. So, And there's no guarantee that you're going to win the slam. There's a chance because you're Novak. But yeah, Medvedev will be waiting for you, I'm pretty sure. So there's no guarantee that you're going to win. Just probably will be humiliated on the court because Australians are not going to take well to your uh, attendance or to your participation, especially since they are required to be vaccinated to even come watch you play. So who are you then that you would think, oh, this man irks me to no end. He irks me to no end. I don't understand. I just don't understand. Hmm? Why? Why would you... I mean, his reputation has been shaky for years. Again, off the court. Nobody can deny the champion, the tennis champion that he is. Sometimes I get annoyed at how good he is. I have to just admit that, wow, that was a good point. You know, that was a good match. That was a good game. He just, you know, won like five sets. Well, I mean, he is a machine. But the person he is has always been in question. And that's why he'll never rise to the level. The champion of hearts, as I said, the darling of fans that Federer, Nadal, Serena, Pete Sampras, uh, Andre Agassi, now all these new faces that had just arrived on the scene being adored and appreciated. But Djokovic craves that love, that uh, Federer in the docket. And that's why he broke down into tears at the last... Uh, at the Australian, at the um, U.S. Open last last year, he lost, but he 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 broke down in tears because a lot of people were rooting for him because he was on the verge of history. First of all, he was going to get a calendar Grand Slam where he won all the slams that year, and get his twenty first. Like that would have been amazing. So a lot of people came to hopefully watch history in person, and for once. Djokovic actually had people cheering for him because, again, he wasn't playing Federer, he wasn't playing Nadal, and just the magnitude of the moment that would have been. And, of course, I was one of uh, the many, I'm sure, at home that were rooting against him. But it, it was so meaningful to him that all these people were cheering for him, and he fought so hard to try to get back into that match. But ultimately, he lost. And then he was shown with his, you know, crying and covering himself with a towel and stuff. So clearly, it means a lot to him for fun, for fans to to adore him and stuff. But it will never be on the same level as Federer and Nadal. And all these little antics, the back and forth, wasting our time, taking up the new cycle, is just going to, you know, further damage his credibility, his person off the court, you know? Um, somebody actually, <clears throat> let's see, there's somebody that said something that really, I think, I don't have all the right words to say, but there are a lot of smart people and journalists out there that 
kind of just summarize things quite nicely. Uh, somebody on Twitter said, "Today, today's <laughs> newsmakers: <laughs> Prince Andrew, Novak Djokovic, Boris Johnson, three men." who have profited all their lives from systems unfairly geared to reward them over others, who squeal when they are caught not following basic rules of fairness and respect. Basic rules of fairness and respect. That's what irks me more most about this situation. Novak is entitled to his beliefs, but he doesn't have the courage, the moral courage to respect the fact that other people have their own, you know, rules and regulations and fairness. You know, you're, you're, you're fighting a country that doesn't want you there because you have not followed their rules. Come on. Hmm? So what more could you have done in this situation, Nova? Get vaccinated get vaccinated or don't play please don't play get vaccinated that's what i mean you you could have avoided this whole um debacle and how it's affecting your credibility so let's say you win this next new potential appeal that your lawyers are trying to to scramble and prepare over the weekend let's say you play you will always go down as a stubborn, selfish little prick, little selfish little pest that thinks that the rules don't apply to them. Even fellow players are frustrated. Yes, yeah, some are politically correct. Like, I'm looking at you, Andy Murray. Uh, Nadal was very clear in his stance, you know. He said, well, you, you get vaccinated if you want to play. Oh, I would pay all my money to just know what's in Federer's head about this whole thing, just to hear his opinion. But there are some players like Sissipas who spoke up, say, you know, Novak just lives by his own rules. And, oh, how dare you try to challenge him? Oh, his family's like, how dare you? This is our golden son. This is the son of Serbia. He's untouchable. You know, it's so funny to me how they're so convinced that they're right. They're so convinced that everybody else is against their son. And yet all he could do is just get vaccinated or not play. Nobody would blame him. I mean, everybody, uh, I'm not one to force vaccinations on people. If you want to get vaccinated, good. If you don't want to get vaccinated and you have your reason, good. I won't judge you. But what... I I have a problem with is if you're not vaccinated, but you want to do things that require you to be vaccinated, and then you get mad when you're you're told you can't. (laughs) You can't have it both ways, okay? So here's the the statement from Alex Hawk, Minister for Immigration, Citizenship, Migrant Services, and Multicultural Affairs. January 14th, 2022. Today, I exercised my power under Section 133C3 of the Migration Act to cancel the visa held by Mr. Novak Djokovic on health and good order grounds on the basis that it was in the public interest to do so. This decision followed 
orders by the Federal Circuit and, and Family Court on January 10th, 2022, quashing a prior cancellation decision on procedural fairness grounds. In making this decision, I carefully considered information provided to me by the Department of Home Affairs and the Australian Border Force and Mr. Djokovic, actually. The Morrison government is firmly committed to protecting Australia's borders, particularly in relation to the COVID-19 pandemic. I thank the officers of the Department of Home Affairs and the Australian Border Force who work every day to serve Australia's interests in increasingly challenging operational environments. That is the statement from Alex Hawk issued today, January 14th. And as expected, of course, Novak, the little pest, will try to fight it. Hmm? Actually, the New York Times is now reporting two minutes ago that Novak Djokovic's lawyers went to court to challenge the second cancellation of his Australian visa. They plan to file an appeal, but the tennis star will likely be taken back into immigration detention on Saturday. So this is sad at this point. It's annoying, but also sad. It is absolutely ridiculous that you're wasting money and time and brain power, emotional power, emotional stress on your family, on on your fans. Just if you truly are an honorable person, you will just walk away because you're not vaccinated. This is required by all non-Australian citizens period. (laughs) And Australians had to endure so much shit during the pandemic with lockdowns. So who are you to fight? What reason can you honestly, as a person with a conscience, give that is good enough to for, for for them to be okay with you playing unvaccinated when they even are required to be vaccinated to come watch you play? Are you saying that, you know, you have such a major medical issue that, uh, I mean, 34 year old, 34, how old is he? 34 years old, supreme athlete in perfect shape who has demolished everybody he's played like all the way to 20 Grand Slam titles, playing at high, super high levels. So what medical issue would would you have that? suddenly would be threatened by a vaccine. Anyway, I don't know. I'm not one to go talk about about people's medical conditions, but he seems to say that he had a, an exemption. <sighs> I woke up, I mean, it, I'm mad. I was so mad that the decision just wasn't coming, wasn't coming, so... When I woke up today and I saw that it had been made, I was like, oh, my God. But here he is, again, dragging it on. This is not great for tennis. It is not great for Djokovic. Hmm? So... Okay, let's see, I'm reading something here. Uh, 
for Monday. That means they have chosen not to buy. Yep. So, well, he was, he made the draw, which was delayed. Uh, but apparently, Ben Rothenberg is now reporting that the Australian Open has scheduled the men's top half of the draw for Monday. So, which means they have chosen not to buy extra time for Novak. Like they could have with a Tuesday uh, start. And of course, Ben likes to send out <laughs> periodic reminders. He says, where is it? Let me find his tweet. Periodic and important reminder that Djokovic could have avoided all this rigmarole by simply getting vaccinated. Like 97% of his tennis players and uh, tennis uh, player peers have. 97% vaccinated. Who are you? Who are you? And the other um, players... Of course, nobody's talking about them because they're not Novak that somehow managed to come in with that exemption because Tennis Australia made it possible. Well, they got deported. One of them was actually roughed out of her hotel room. So just because people don't have resources to or access to lawyers doesn't mean a single person should be treated differently just because they have the money, you know? That's crazy. And of course, we wait to see what this new appeal yields. Apparently, the judge, Kelly, the, the same judge that heard the first appeal about and, and ruled in Djokovic's favor on procedural grounds is hearing this appeal too. And he's ordered his lawyers to file um, and serve their formal application and affidavit as soon as reasonable, practical. Practicable, right? I can't speak. Oh... Okay, one last thing, and then I have to work. So apparently, Judge Kelly says Djokovic should be taken to the... He has an immigration... He has an interview scheduled with um, immigration officials at 8 a.m. tomorrow, and then to his lawyer's office from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m., then from 9 a.m. to Sunday, he should be taken back to his lawyer's office for the court hearing. Why go through all this? Why? And the case will eventually be transferred to the Federal Court of Australia. (laughs) That's crazy. Just follow the rules. I'm just not going to follow this story 
until this whole weekend second attempt at overturning a decision by this little entitled Novak is over. So I trust and I th- and the, and it works out perfectly because of the 16 hour time difference such that, you know, Sunday here will basically be Monday, you know, Australia. So hopefully by then uh, I will be eager to hear that he's been officially <laughs> asked to board a plane back to Monaco or Serbia. Follow the rules and hopefully get vaccinated so he's ready for, you know, upcoming tournaments. He's a great tennis player and he his game is good for tennis. I mean, he has fans, so I would love for him to play but under the right circumstances, just like everybody else, just like his peers have had to get vaccinated, he should too. So that way he can come back and bring the competition back and let's see if he can break the record and get 21 Grand Slams. <clears throat> I love tennis, so I love his game, but I don't like him as a person. And he's just making it even harder to to even try to like him a little bit, okay? So, yeah. For now, he'll never be my champion of hearts. (laughs) Go home, Djokovic, please. Don't drag this out. (sighs) Happy Friday. Thanks for listening. If you're a Djokovic fan, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. Thanks for listening anyway. (laughs)